Yo, 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 Wagwan, 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 welcome to the Blessed Up Podcast. I'm joining with myself, Michael, and just to give you a bit of background, I work as a system analyst in the IT field. I'm joining with my sister to my left, Maria. Hi, I'm Maria, and I work as a management consultant in a tech firm, and we are joined by Trina. Hi, my name is Trina, and I work as a trainee solicitor in a corporate law firm. So what's up, guys? What's good? Not too much, not too much. Just excited to be here. That's a funny question. I often say not much, but I think the answer should be everything. (laughs) You know? everything at once (laughs) just like our workplace which we're going to be talking about today um everything at once in our bedroom I don't know about you but like my workplace my sleep my everything is in the same space (laughs) and so is my work at the moment and yeah today we're just going to be talking about workplace and God and I guess I'll kick off by asking like I just said our workplace and everything is in one what do you guys think about God and all of that? Like, is God interested in our work life? Do we include God in our work life? But more so, is God interested in our work life? And um, For me, personally speaking, I believe God is part of our God life. God cares about our work life. Because the way I see it is, we went to college, or you started from school, you said one of your passions or one of your dreams used to be a, probably a lawyer, probably in, work in the IT field or probably do something. I don't know. Like, you might have different dreams. But me, I think from my school days, I've always been told or I've always been interested in computing. I've always been interested in IT. That's just me. Like, I remember in school days, like, if you don't see me around my friends, if you don't see me around, if you want to look for me, just go to a computer room and you see me there. That's where I've always been. So I've always been interested in that. I think God cares because you went to college, you studied for three years for some, four years for others, or even for a lengthy amount of time for some others, some like doctors study for I think seven, eight years while they keep studying as your career goes by. So for you to say God doesn't care about your workplace, it's and for me personally is an incorrect statement because you went through this hardship of praying to God, saying, God, I'm including you in this, I'm doing my exams now, God be with me. And then from the work ethic, from you going, like if you're a Christian, from you going to church, if you're not a Christian, like God will regardless care. I think God will put you in a position where he feels that you are right for and he feels like you mm-hmm. can impact and show his show His face, show himself through you, show his heart through you to other people. So yeah, I do think God cares about your workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I'd say he does. I mean, the Bible says that he knows the number of hairs on your head. So how would he not care about where we spend the majority of our days? Um, I think perhaps because, especially if you're not working in ministry, mm-hmm. you may feel that, well, how do I serve God through my work? So therefore, is there any real relation or are they just completely separate? Like I have my God life and I have my work life, but I think it should all be linked um mm-hmm. and intertwined we can still show god's love god's grace mm-hmm. and the gifts of the holy spirit through our day-to-day work because it's about how we live not just i suppose the work we're producing through our job whatever that craftsmanship is 
True. Like, I agree because the reason I asked that question was because I feel like sometimes we just purposely Mm -hmm. don't include God in our work life for some reason. We just think, no, as you're saying, it's a ministry, Mm -hmm. church type of work that's about God. This type of work is a different situation. Um, And as you were both saying, like, but God places us in our work life for a reason. Like, first of all, God created work like when adam um, was placed in the in the garden he gave him a job to do so it's like if he didn't value or place a value of work in our lives then fair enough but he did Mm -hmm. so meaning that he has a purpose for that part of our lives especially if like let's be real we work most of us work five days a week it takes up most of our time um so god wouldn't really create something that t- that takes up so much of our time if you yeah. didn't want to be part of it if that makes sense so yeah I definitely agree with both of you that we kind of have to kind of make a conscious decision I know it's a simple question but I think sometimes we just have to make a conscious decision that yes mm-hmm. God is part of our work life and how do we make sure that we don't exclude him from our work life it's like that Jonathan Mac Reynolds song mm. I will make room for you type of vibes yeah I agree. Like for me, like my question to you guys would be, and now everybody's working from their homes. Like, but before the lockdown, like, what was more of your day to day in regards to work? Like, because I know in Ireland, or like me, me being in Ireland, in Ireland, I know the work culture what's like. I know sometimes very demanding, and I know in terms of events wise and everything like that. I think most social events revolves around drinking and everything like that. Um, when I was doing my research on this topic or when I was looking around, like looking at Bible verses and everything to speak about this topic, I was like, what can I say or what can I really pick from this topic that makes this topic make sense mm-hmm. to me that I can actually relate to others? Mm-hmm. So as I was looking at it, I was like, one of the videos I watched says, as a Christian in work, you just have to be, be nicer. Yeah. And in the, in the nicer, I think every letter in nicer add an analogy of added meaning to it like the hand from what i saw was no compromise yeah mm-hmm. so like my question to you is i know in highland i know you guys live in Ireland as well and you guys know what the work culture like or work life is like have you made any compromisation in work that says i'm a christian but i'm gonna compromise just this one Ooh, this is a real question this is a real question um what i I, I hear you like this is definitely an issue like the work culture can be a bit crazy like I know from my my job field like alcohol is a really big part of the work day even before your interviews for the job they invite you the night before to the firm to have free drinks like that's how much it, it's involved um, and there's loads of dinners and events and things like that where I guess it gives it lends a hand for you to kind of compromise but I think in order to not compromise it's really important that you set out from the outset say if you're not a drinker I don't drink and it's like just kind of be cool honest and open and confident in your position I think I think Michael Todd said recently that principles are more important than passions Um, I think it's really important that we value our principles and we don't feel insecure about our principles so 
me, for instance, recently in work, you know, like because of work from home, they're like, let's send out alcohol to your houses and all that jazz and we'll drink on Zoom, like whatever. Um, and I was just like to them, oh, yeah, I don't drink. And you like before you say that, you think, oh, my gosh, they're going to think I'm weird. They're going to think I'm this they're going to think I'm that. But then once you say it and everyone's just like, oh, yeah, OK, cool. We just send you some non-alcoholic drinks and they're like oh like I can't believe you have the willpower not to drink and you know it's never as bad as you build it up to be in your head you're thinking they kind of a lot of for me every experience I've had in that situation they've always admired more so the ability to yeah. be different from everybody else or do different from everybody else rather than kind of look at you as a black sheep or weird so I think sometimes in terms of compromise we build up the issue way too much in our heads that these people are going to think I'm a strange person or they're not going to like me but that usually never is the case and even if that is the case at least you have stood by your values and your principles so for compromise obviously at times I've had I I did compromise but I always feel terrible afterwards um so that's made me not be afraid to stick my mm -hmm. stick to my guns in the future and it's always paid yeah. off um I, I was trying to think of examples of when I've compromised at work and I think for me it was more so almost in that area of like workplace gossip mm. and even if not necessarily being the one to share it but being in the presence of people who are and either not saying anything or just nodding along or laughing when everyone else is laughing so that kind of idea mm. of you know oh I didn't tell a lie but you omitted the truth you know so you mm. think oh it's not as bad I'm not the one doing it but you're almost endorsing it by being there and laughing along um and I think that's difficult, especially in the virtual setting now with Zoom meetings. You can hardly go by <laughs> and leave the meeting. You kind of just have to like be there. And I don't know, you almost just want to smile along so people don't think that that you're being judgmental on them or something. So I think yeah. in that sense, perhaps I've compromised um, more so in terms of my faith and what I believe versus my actions mm. or what I'm enduring from people around me at work so that would be my example of compromising in the workplace mm, I feel I feel you on that point yeah for me I kind of feel the same way as well I feel the same way as well I feel like I feel like in certain areas I have compromised and in certain areas I haven't compromised because me when I was I think I was talking to somebody about this topic before actually came here and said I was like in certain areas like I feel like I've been fortunate enough because in my lifetime I've probably walked probably three places I probably walked in a warehouse I've walked in a hotel before I actually started working in before I work right now like all those all those years are just when I was in college like but when I was in college I've always had the mindset of there's certain things I can do and certain things I can't do and during my interview a heavy interview like even when I was working for this company and they asked me like what like what do you do outside of work or what do you do like i've always shared that mm. oh yeah outside of work i'm a christian i go to church i sing in the choir stuff like that like i think when i was working in like when i did my interview for my second job i think that was in sea west hotel they asked me what days can i work and i said sure i said wednesday and sunday because for me wednesday was my choir practice i have to be there i don't want to be stressed i don't want to be tired and then sundays because i'm in church 
like I do, like I help her in church, I sing in church. So that's just my little stage. stage. And they ask me, okay, do this interview, what this guy, you know, like straight away. And people was like, Michael, you're very lucky, you know, because you know, in hotels, like Sunday is the most busiest day. And for them to say that you can't work on a Sunday, that's you being mm-hmm. I was like, I told them, like, this is what it is. If you say okay to it, you say okay to it. If you say no to it, mm. you say no to it. And then when I leave the interview, mm. like, on the, I was like, are they going to say, Michael, you have the job? Or are they going to say, because you said you can't work on a Sunday? Like, for me, I felt like, as time went on, I felt, I, I started realizing that people are actually more open to actually listening to your difference or open to actually accepting your difference and saying, wow, that's amazing. How could you do that? How can you be that strong? Because you know, like in this life, like in our in Ireland, like this is what we do. This is how things mm. are. Like every every event we ever go to, there's alcohol involved. Every every time, like oh, you know that is in uh, in a law firm or whether it's in a like in even my workplace. I think sometimes if a customer really gets on your nerve, you actually show that frustration to your colleague. You ask that frustration. Ah, can she be like that? Like are you guys talk, you try and banter about it. That's just how the workplace is. Like so, for you, it's like they'll actually admire mm. you. It's better that oh wow yeah and they're actually opening to listen whoa so you're a christian or so you're this like so for me i felt like people are actually more receptive and willing to listen and actually come to a agreement with you or what's best for both parties than it's actually no you can't do that or no you have to actually come that's just how i feel about it like so like that's my realization in it like people are actually more receptive than we actually let on like people are actually willing to listen now we let on even on zoom calls i don't show my face on camera I make sure that other people show their face on camera, but I don't show my face on camera because I know I'm working from home. Either I'm just in my PJs or I'm not like fresh <laughs> for me to show my face on camera. Some days when I fresh up, I do just because people see me, oh, Michael, you're the genetic one in the office. Like, and I just show my face like, Michael, you look too relaxed there. Like, like it's all God. God gave me this position. So I'm very thankful. Like, yeah. And so you made a point about people being more receptive than you think they would be and Trina kind of touched on that as well so how have you or have you had the opportunity to share your faith and share your love of Christ at work with your colleagues um I feel like for me I have to a degree because I think when you first initially mentioned the when you initially mentioned that oh yeah I'm a Christian people get curious and they start asking your questions like Oh, what's that? They're like, mm, oh, is that you yeah. going to mass? I'm like, oh no, I'm more of a upbeat kind of like you know, there's music, live music where you drum, you all dance, you all rejoice. The past, you like you say testimonies and all that. Like, yeah, they're like, yeah, really. I think one of the like, I think my manager, I think when he dropped me home one of the days, like, uh, he basically asked me, Michael, oh, I heard like you're a Christian. Like, what kind of songs do you play? I'm like, ah, let me bring up your Spotify and let me play that song for you. Like, I feel like people are, like that's why I say people are more receptive or more open to actually listen to what you have to say than anything like for, because i feel like sometimes like i've shared like oh yeah i'm a christian or oh, this like oh man it's beautiful and all that like man like they're open to listen it may not be for them like they may not feel it's not for them but they're like you're willing to hear you how like oh yeah this is what he believes in this is him that's michael because that's michael like we all understand michael like that makes them understand you better that you're expressing that oh yeah that's just me. That you just like being in your own shell and be like, what's up with that guy? Like, is he really serious? Like, what's up with him? But that's just me. Like, people are like, I've shared myself. Like, I've, I've opened myself. Everybody knows. Everybody work. Like, when it comes to social events or when it comes to just uh, 
they know oh Michael if you invite him to anything that colleague is not coming or if or we know Michael on Wednesday you know Michael has quiet practice they are more willing to okay you know what I have four out the door he has quiet practice at six they know my schedule better than I do so that's just it yeah for me it's a bit weird because I like because I'm training at the moment I have I don't really stay in the same team for that long for people to really get to know me especially like yeah. my past two rotations have been at home so I don't, I've never met the people I've worked for in person before so I haven't really had an opportunity unless it's gonna be like on a work zoom call to talk about my faith because we don't really socialize yeah. um but what I, I have realized that's also really important is just because you're not like doing direct evangelism, like talking directly mm-hmm. about God to people, there's really important ways to, I guess, demonstrate your faith by your actions and how you treat people. I feel like work is a good place, like God like places in work as an opportunity to serve people. So every opportunity that I see that I can serve people or really help like go out of my ways and really help somebody in a situation, I've decided to do it um, or just be really, really like just show the love of God in my character to others because we're in like the world is a bit of a mess at the moment. You know, people are stressed. People are families are going through things. Households are going through things that you may never know. So you, I know, I know how it's impacted me when someone in work has like just been extra nice for no reason, you know? So if I can do that to people, I'll do that. And I feel like God just gives you opportunities to serve. So like, for instance, yesterday I was in a situation where the place where I do my schooling, they like requested like say our birth certificates, our original birth certificates and all of this. And this is like over a year ago and they haven't given it back to us <laughs> so I like try to liaise mm. with the grad team in my work to yeah. get the society to give it back like a couple of months ago and then eventually the society came back yesterday and said like yeah yeah sure um it, are you the only person or is there other people in your intake and I was like no there's a lot of other people so that was not an opportunity for me to help yeah. pretty much a wide like maybe 30 people in an issue that they had like present like help them in something and I had to go and find their, their names and then present their names back to the to the to the people and like they were all really thankful and for me it's not something like mm-hmm. oh like well done Trina you've done a good job for me that's kind of like this is an opportunity for me to kind of demonstrate God's or show God's glory in my life so that when I do post say about God on my story and stuff you know that they can form a connection that this is a Christian and she's a loving person she's a helpful person and she wants to do good by people um because I feel like the world has a really negative view of us as Christians and any opportunity we have in work to counter that I feel like it's a way of outreach and evangelism. That's true. Like for me, I agree with that statement because for me, I walk ahead with people every single day. So some people can call it in a panic. And for me, I feel like it's my job, it's my responsibility to calm them down 
and get the actual mm. exact information they yeah. need called out like not just them speaking in panic because it could be something simple but because it's stopping them from walking or stopping them from actually being this out <gasps> yeah i'm like okay it's okay it's okay just yeah. relax deep breath it's okay mm. now what's your name what company are you calling from and then once they relax they tell you that i was like what's the issue they tell you that and like you know what i can't help you out with this issue but what i can do is I can direct you to the. I can get. The, I can create. I can create a ticket for you. Direct this ticket to the right personnel, and yeah. I will call you as soon as there's something. Simple, and I just get their number. That's it, because some people they just call in a panic, like oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is. But like as Christians or as people, like it's our job. You just know what? Relax. Yeah. I know you're going through hardship right now. I know work is stressful right now, but it's not just the end of the world. Yeah. You are alive, you're breathing, you have family, you have loved ones. Just relax. Things will work itself out. Things always do. It may take it may take some people mm-hmm. a year, it may take some people two weeks, three weeks, it may take some people longer, but everything works out for his good. So Yeah. That's just that's just it. That's a good tip on how to deal with, I guess, difficult people or difficult situations and work because everybody yeah. knows that's a big part of work. It's kind of dealing with either difficult clients or just difficult coworkers. And like, I think what you're saying is so true. It's like you kind of have to lead by peace. And a verse that um, a verse that came to mind when you were speaking is in Matthew. Matthew chapter 5 verse 9 and it says blessed are the peacemakers for they will be um, called children of God so if we're children of God that means that we're also called to be peacemakers and like as Maria said there's times where we kind of you get sucked into the gossip or the self-destructive conversation or like as Michael said like when you get sucked into the oh this person's being really difficult right now (laughs) I think like kind of have to take a pause and be like well I'm called I'm a child of God and I'm called to be a peacemaker so even though the situation is very difficult I can lead in peace like I can bring peace to this situation like with God with the help of the Holy Spirit um so I think that's like a, a pause moment you know like a be still moment like okay this is getting a bit crazy now but let me just pause yo I am a peacemaker <laughs> and then lead in peace um that's what came to my mind anyway yeah so I think that's even applicable if you're beginning to feel overwhelmed in work so not necessarily other people causing stress but if your workload is just piling Mm. up and you're kind of feeling very overwhelmed like I find I have to take a deep breath and then just say God please help me (laughs) because I don't know what else to do just so that at least my mind can be cleared and everything I have to do can make more sense for me and I can see a clear path on how I can get everything done. I mean, even yesterday I was doing something for work and then I realized there was something I hadn't realized would occur and then it meant I had to change something else. And then there was also a discrepancy in financial numbers and I was like, God, help me to see where this gap is because I've been staring at the screen and I cannot figure it out. And lo and behold, God help me to figure it out so it's just taking that moment of take a breather you know a five second breather won't ruin your whole schedule and then just ask God please help me and he will 
Literally. And Maria, like that reminds me of that first, that first that you mentioning before on this whole thing. Um, I don't know if you have it there on Colossians. Yeah, I can read it out. Um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 and 24. Work willingly at whatever you do as though you are working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. Mm. I just need a moment. I just need a moment to think about that. But yeah. <laughs> no, what you guys are saying just took me back to, I think, one of my exams. Like what you just said, like you prayed to God. Because I think every computer scientist or every programmer can that does that did computer science can actually relate in regards to you may be writing a program or you may be doing a code, like writing a code. Like you feel that the code is perfect and it comes to time where you have to test it and it's broken. And you could be staring at that code for hours, like where is this? And where what what letter am I missing? What note am I missing? Like what part of my program is wrong? And it could be like an exclamation mark or a semicolon that you're just not looking like you're just put in the right place so that's why for me like i feel like i mean like i'm lucky enough that i like i think you can also that for me me personally speaking i'm lucky enough like i work in a field where if i'm stuck if i say oh god help me man what can i do like i like as soon as i say i say i know what rather than me looking at this problem on my own or rather than me if i can resolve it rather than me they work like you know what just speak to someone that has been here longer than me that's like that worked that knows the ins and outs it's like ah Yo, like straight away on a phone call on a Zoom tech, like, hey, I'm stuck here. Yeah. You're the only person mm-hmm. I can think of that has ever like that has, as an idea. You are one of the person I know probably. Can you help me out? Like if you say yes, you say yes. If you say no, there's other people like so mm-hmm. I think we are more like, oh yeah. When we're in that state, oh yeah, we're all more in the already like, oh yeah, we have to resolve yeah. that. Like, come on, come on, like we start panicking, but like we all say, just take a deep breath. Yeah. If you can't do it, just go to the right people that you know for advice. Like in the workplace, like, oh yeah, manager, I just need a bit more time. Yeah. Like as I was doing it, something must like like something changed, and so I have to just I see like, think, okay, my car. If I'm on, I'm in this unit, an extra hour, two hours, yeah, sure. Take it, take time with it. Like as long as we get it perfect. It's that simple, like true, and also like even in those situations where like I don't uh-huh. know my workplace, they don't it doesn't really have the most wholesome culture. <laughs> um, like yeah. you can be working till one a.m. It doesn't matter. It's like you have to get the client's job done, and sometimes I guess in situations where the manager isn't necessarily like it's fine, it's all roses and daisies, and they're like, why is this not on my why is this not in my inbox? I was going to say my desk, but obviously we're not at desk. Why is this not in my inbox at this time when I told you it should be? And then you're just like so overwhelmed. You're like, well, I have like a million other things on my table right now. It's a lot going on and I don't know when I'm going to do it. And it's those times when you literally have to take that be still and know that I am God moment and just take a pause and literally, as you said, Maria, cry out to God and be like, Lord, I really need you right now. But I even think it's even more important just when you start your day, before you start your work day, it's like, Lord, please be with me as I go throughout this work day I pray for your favor to be on it every single piece of work that I do every single piece of work that I receive father lord help me do the right thing at the right Mm -hmm. time help me in my relationships with my colleagues like like include god in your day like 
vocally and even for me at times the luxury of working from home is if things get so overwhelming you can just put a worship song in the background calms your calms your soul and you're like yo it'll be okay as you're saying michael like everything is gonna work out like for the good of those who love the lord so yeah Another example that comes to mind is the Good Samaritan. I think that's what we should be like with people, you know, in mm. one place. Like, there's always be a Good Samaritan, you know. Like, I think we all know the story. I think it's in or mm. Luke. Is it Luke 10? 20, 25 to 27. It just basically mm. said, like, God was responding to one of the lawmakers back in the time. And it was like, the lawmaker was just asking God questions. And God's like, be like a Good Samaritan. I think the story was like, somebody got robbed. I'm just going to give a quick summary. Like, somebody yeah. was walking by. He got attacked by robbers. I think a priest walked by. Like, different people walked Like, two different people walked by. Like, one of them was a religious man. Yeah. He didn't help out this. Like, the, like, he didn't help out the person that just got robbed. Like, he didn't actually help out. Like, ah. But God wants us to just show love. It's just a random person. It's good. For the kindness of his heart, he wasn't looking. Oh, yeah. Here's bandage. Let me wrap up your injury. Let me assist you. And whatever. Oh, you're having trouble there? Let me assist you there. And the funny thing is, all that, if we put that in our, like, in our work life, in our daily life, mm. it's going to replicate it back to us. Like, whether we like it, like, whether we know it or not. Like, mm-hmm. you start seeing, like, slight, like, doors opening up. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. Michael, like, because this is how people, like, for me, I think this is how people's mindset is. You do good to me. I'll do good back to you. Yeah. In the workplace, oh, you help me out? Mm. You help me out? I'll help you out. And that's and not that's a Christian. that's non-Christian people. Yeah. Like, they have that mindset, oh, you assist me here. If I can, I'll assist yeah. you as well, like, when, when I can, like, if you have anything. Mm. Like, for me, like, in workplace, anytime I help somebody help, like, and people say, thank you, I'll just, like, anytime. Meaning, if you have any issues that you feel like you can't, like, just need a second eye on, just hit me up. I'll be able yeah. to help you mm. anytime. Like, mm. sometimes I could be working on, like, because I have two, three screens, I could be working on two different issues at the same time. Yeah. And my colleague just says, oh, Michael, I'm just stuck here. Can you just jump on here and look at it with me? I was like, you know what? Sure. What I'm doing right now is taking a bit longer for it to actually finalize, to actually finish processing and everything like that. I'll jump on with you. I'll give you like two, three minutes of my time just to give you a key pointers and see what the situation you're dealing with is like. Just, you know what? It's just my nature. I think it's just human nature just to be a good Samaritan. Whether you're a Christian or non-Christian, but I believe as Christian, we should live daily. We should actually live daily as a good Samaritan, but that's just it. It's the fruits of the Spirit being evident in your lives, right? And like how Jesus even washed the feet of his disciples. Like Jesus, who was the pe- the person we're supposed to be following, can serve like that. Yo, we have to serve. We have to serve too. But yeah, I think Maria, you wanted to come in with something? Well, no, I was just thinking we've, because we've made so many different points and shared so many experiences. So I just thought, yeah, how would you summarize what are the key things we could even take from each other moving forward or you just think should be applied in order to mm. go through our work life serving and working for God instead of working from for man and the key things is be nicer mm. no compromise integrity um be compassionate in your relationship mm. be excellent and be responsible be responsible or responsive to others mm. like show love to yeah. others and I think as well yeah work to serve and not to be served you know because that's yeah. what came to my mind when both of you were speaking when Jesus says the son of man came to serve and not to be served and we're supposed to try and live like Jesus so in work don't think oh I need this from you I need this from you all the time but even write an email back and say thank you 
you know, mm-hmm. for sharing this document with me that I needed or for finally answering me, even though I did have to chase you five or six times, but still thank them for finally um, reciprocating. And like Michael said, be willing to say to someone, if you need help with anything, reach out to me. If you need a second pair of advice, reach out to me. I'm happy to help. True. I agree with all of those points. And even when you do do those things, it's it's good to help others because sometimes you're going to be in a difficult situation where you need help. And it'll be so much easier to ask that person that you've helped before. Um, but I also think that, yeah, just look for opportunities to serve people in your workplace um, do it willingly um, and also kind of be interested in the lives of your work colleagues like try and be genuinely interested in their lives and try and like if they if they said they're going to a dentist appointment last friday on the monday if you're like yo how is your dentist appointment you know what i mean like try and like listen i guess to the things that they say and find a way that you can help or give light or love or be an addition um to that person's life um so yeah that's what i'd say every small part of you is important like for me in work i'm known as the genetic person that (laughs) influenced i put the energy in the workplace like for me like it's an open space we all speak Mm. openly oh yeah (sighs) my team lost the other day we all like oh we all banter about it man like sometimes like oh my god just being the energy level down a bit you know what i'm saying just bring it down so everybody's like your energy could be somebody else's like light like oh yeah michael you know it could bring somebody else up like oh yeah it yeah. can make people happier like you know like it's just stuff like that simple stuff yeah. you don't have to actually make us we don't have to make it complicated mm. oh, a simple thing like oh yeah if you go out for lunch if you want to bring yourself one of your close colleagues a cup of coffee because you know they like you like, you like your coffee that's something simple like assisting them in work like like and don't do it like all oh, with expectation or something else in return that's what we have to realize like not every, like we're doing it for the goodness of your of people for the benefit like to help people not for the benefit of oh yeah we expect something back in return like if you don't get something back in return it's part of life like it's for his glory it's not for yourself exactly yeah for his it's just glory. to serve so basically we we have to be a servant at all times yeah. like in every aspect of work and in every aspect of our life like god is your reward yeah. like yeah and that kind of mm-hmm. brings us back to that first question that yes god cares about our work everything we do mm-hmm. God has ordained and has set a path and purpose before us and it's all for his glory as Michael said and I think mm. that's a really nice way to wrap up <laughs> oh thank you I love sharing with you guys I love it too. thanks so much for sharing with us and thank you to everyone who was listening and um, we'll chat to you soon stay blessed stay blessed bye peace <laughs> bye.